What's up, guys? Welcome back to a special 50th episode of Screen Beans. We're your hosts, Jerry Wilson. And Carolyn Chillick. And today we're going to have our little wrap-up show of, uh, you know, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Legends. Not Legends. Agents. Oh, Agents. Sorry. We already done Legends. Yeah. That's done. A couple months ago. But before that, let's get to some news. Mm, big news. So, Carolyn, please don't stop me if you've heard this yet. Okay. I'll try. <laughs> I'll hold myself back. All right. TV news first. Uh, TV news came out that Watchmen TV show is being developed by HBO. Hmm. Interesting. And I guess Zack Snyder was attached to doing this, but with some of the family things that we now know about, he has now dropped out. Um, and the showrunner guy who's stepping in is the guy that did The Leftovers. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know anything else other than that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know when they're planning on doing this, when it's going to come out, or what the storyline or any of that will be. Yeah. Other than HBO is going down this path hey. of having the Watchmen on TV. They need some superheroes. Hey, I'm I'm down. It'd be another show to talk about. Yep, definitely. Right up our alley. So, then in other TV news, loosely TV news, I guess it's TV news. I don't know what it is. The uh, Titans leak leaked casting oh, mm-hmm. descriptions or, or whatever. Um, and in this, it kind of had loose descriptions of the four characters, I guess, that would be in the show. Nightwing. They're looking for somebody late 20s, early 30s, Caucasian. Raven, mid-teens. They're open to whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Starfire is in their inner 20s, and they're open to whoever. And then Beast Boy is in his late teens, and they said that they would prefer an Asian actor. Hey, I'm just excited about Nightwing. I want to see a live-action Nightwing. I don't, you know, as long as it's good. Yeah. And then the reason I, I didn't know TV, because this was going to be on, you know, the DC's new online platform mm-hmm. for shows. Right. So I don't know if, I mean... So I, I Whatever put that it, is. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a series. It's a so series. It's not it's TV. TV. It's not maybe. So. All right. So that is TV news in a flash. Woohoo. <laughs> All right. Movie news. Big stuff came out yesterday that the two directors for the Han Solo movie were fired. I guess creative differences or whatever. And I was kind of surprised because this movie's been filming for a while. Supposedly there was just a... A few weeks remaining in its film schedule. Yeah. And the, I guess the CEO or president of Lucas Films or whatever, she, I guess, didn't quite see where they were going with it and fired them. Also, go. kind of when there was like a down period in filming, I guess these two guys also met with DC and Warner Brothers about possibly returning to do the Flash movie. And I said returning because they were signed on to do, to be the directors and then they left to do the Han Solo movie and then that's when Rick Ramujima yeah came in to take over the Flash thing and now he you know he's since since left too. So uh, who knows I guess I don't I mean I guess I don't care one way I mean or it comes another. down to it it's just as long as we get good movies. Because these two guys, because I, I checked their 
their you know directorial stuff, and they're like a a team duo. Mm-hmm. They've they've done Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street. They did the animated stuff for Meatballs One and Meatballs Two, and then they also did uh, the Lego Movie. Okay. And that was pretty much their big things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, are you back in board on with Flash? I guess I don't really. I guess I don't feel one way or another other than if you sign on to do Flash, can you do it this time or are you going to bail for something else? Yeah. Is this just like your backup plan? Mm-hmm. And then if something else better comes along, then you'll just say, ah, screw it. Let's go do this. Yeah. Cause, and I don't know. And who was, who was the other guy that's rumored to be like the, the front runner for the Flash who did the Back to the Future stuff? And, uh, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. And kind of at this point. I'm kind of like let's just have, let's have him do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, down, I mean, let's just get something going. I mean, now it's just been treading water for how long? Mm-hmm. Nothing's been happening. It was supposed to come out next year. Now it's going to be who knows when. I mean, it's not even on the schedule, right? Not even and on so the schedule it's anymore. like, come on, let's just get something going. Mm-hmm. And as long as the you know, you know, the director, whoever does it, as long as you can get a good movie out of it. I'm not, I don't really care who directs it. I just want a good story. I want a good movie. And I want something that'll hold true to what this character needs to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and you know, cause it came out, what, a month or so ago that, uh, the next movies in production, were going to be Batgirl and like Justice League Dark. Yeah. Something like Those that. Those were like the movie. And then you, you see stuff come out this week that. Jeff Johns and Patty Jenkins are already starting on writing the story for Wonder Woman 2. Right. And then you know somewhere in there there's the Batman movie. Well, that's that's the thing with Justice. I mean, with DC and this, you know, DCEU is that they have no... It's like they don't have any plan. Like, it Mm -hmm. seems like with Marvel, you're like... We're getting an Iron yeah, Man, like we, we and then have, we're getting this, and then we have our whole plan scheduled, mm-hmm. and we're going to make it, you know, we're going to, you know, people are doing this, and we're getting it. If we say it's going to be out here, yeah, it might move a little bit, mm-hmm. might move a couple months or so, but if we say this is the next movie coming out, that's the next movie. This one, it's like all this different news is coming out. Batgirl's doing it. Sirens, for a while, was going to be the next mm-hmm. one, because as soon as you have a movie come out and there's hype, then they're like, oh, we're going to, let's fast track this, da 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 and let's do a sirens. Well, now then it's nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And so it's like DC, come on, just give us a plan and and stick to it, so we know what to expect. Because now it's like, unless they're starting like Aquaman, we know is coming out because there's already been until actual production starts and there's actual filming and it actually gets a trailer. I don't believe anything's coming out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, because the Aquaman's the only one that's you know, I mean. Other than, other than the Justice League one, but that's like the only two that are like on the schedule. Everything else is just, just a kind hodgepodge of, of whatever. Pick whatever up in comes. the air. There's nothing yeah. that's been scheduled. Yeah. So it just makes me nervous about their universe because you know, with Marvel, it was like each one built to something else. Like mm-hmm. you know, they built to something. This one, you're not building to anything because you don't even know what what you're building yet. Yeah. So it just kind of makes me nervous. Yeah. And a so, little worried. We'll continue down this path of Flash tie-ins. 
because there was sad news that came out today or yesterday, today or yesterday, whatever, that Fantastic Four, boom, is uh, in development by Fox. Like a new one? A new one. And the Flash tie-in is Seth Graham Smith, the guy who was... Who did the screenplay for the Flash movie, the very first one, and was going to helm directing it. And then he had creative differences with Warner with Warner Brothers in DC, and then he left, which was good because the stuff that he's done, I'm not on board with. And I guess supposedly he wrote the first screenplay mm-hmm. for the reboot Fantastic Four, which then got kind of thrown in the trash and redone by somebody else. Uh-huh. So now I guess, you know, Fox, they have to have something in development or they lose Fantastic Four. I, like you, were hoping that they would just let this thing go and not do it and just give it back over to Marvel and have Marvel do something awesome with it. But it kind of looks like Fox is not ready to... They're going to Fox it up again. Yeah, they're going to Fox it up again. And here's what and here's what they want to do. They want it to be have a more kid-friendly slant to it. And they want it to be in kind of the similar tone as um, The Incredibles, the animated yeah. film. So that's kind of what they're doing. So they're going to, they're just going to, they're going to jack it up again. So it's going to be a to P- hold on P- to. It. I, I mean, that's ridiculous. That is not where the superhero genre is going. It's like I, I hate Fox. I do. I hate Fox because they can't seem to get any of this stuff. Right. It's like, let Fantastic Four go, hang on to X-Men, because it's, it's huge, and try to fix it. Mm-hmm. But it's Fox, and they're going to Fox it up like they always do on all these movies, and it's going to be horrible. So, that is it for news. <laughs> well, at so. least we ended on a good note. Yeah, well, sorry about <laughs> that, that downer. But, but uh, are you ready to... Uh, Get into uh, wrapping up these shows. Let's wrap it up. Sweet. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay. Let's start with Supergirl. And I don't know how exactly you want to do this because there's four shows we're going to kind of go over with our big five. And then after that, we'll have a ranking of the seven shows that... That we watched and kind of, you know, off. So we'll put them in order from most yeah. liked to least liked and whatever. Right. So let's start off with Supergirl. Okay. And I don't know. I mean, do you want to just talk about overall how the year was? Or do you just want to kind of get into the big five questions? I mean, I guess we can do kind of a short what our thoughts were for the season. Okay. Uh, we can do that. Okay. Well, do you want to start? Ladies first? Sure. Supergirl. <laughs> Uh, well, I would say, you know, you know, coming off this, you know, there's, this is the first time CW's had it. Um, you know, CBS had it last year. So I think that there was a lot of things where CW kind of just, overall, I thought, you know, I liked the characters. I liked the actors in it. I thought their storylines, some of them were a little weak. Mm-hmm. And they had a lot of holes in their stories. So I feel like either CW didn't have time to really get their grasp Mm -hmm. on this, you know, and, you know, some of the episodes kind of, you know, didn't get the full CW treatment, like, you know, Flash and Arrow, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's kind of become, it's because it's a stepchild or because they didn't have a lot of time when they switched it over because it was kind of like yeah. last minute feeling. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, some of their stories kind of, kind of seem just thrown together. And so, with that being said, they kind of, instead of throwing time at, you know, storylines, they kind of threw names at you. You know, yeah. you got Superman in this season. Mm-hmm. You got Miss Martian. You got Metallo. You know, they brought a Luther into, you know, it's not mm-hmm. Lex, but it's, you know, they brought in a Luther, Lena Luther. A, ver- a very weak General Zod at the very end. Yeah, and, you know, to just kind of ramp it up and then, you know, having some of that, the Daxamites, you know, Terry Hatcher, you know, and mm-hmm. Dean Kane is back, you know, and kind of doing that kind of stuff. And I think they kind of threw people, actors and characters at it instead of spending time with the, um, with the storyline. So, overall... There were definitely some enjoyable moments. I definitely liked, you know, some of the characters that they brought in and some of the stories and relationships and stuff. But overall, I thought that they had a so-so. Good, some good, and some bad. So kind of just kind of middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I think that that their kind of problem this year was that they didn't have enough time to really develop like a season-long story arc that was that was really good because mm-hmm. i thought that the first season with when it was the cbs at the first you know nine or ten episodes were just kind of so-so but then the second half was was really good i mean i really i was surprised at how much i actually i really liked it and so my expectations were a little higher going into this season but then it didn't really deliver for me because mm-hmm. And I like to think that it, it came down to a time thing. Like, CBS wasn't going to pick it up or they waited too long to, if they wanted to cancel it or not. And then when they finally did, CW was like, yes, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and pick this up. We're going to move it forward. And they, you know, had very little time to kind of try to write a good story arc and then to go out and hire the actors and actresses to play these, mm-hmm. to play these parts and roles. And so I'm going into next season very optimistic that we're going to get a legit CW treatment. Yeah. And that it's it's going to be going to be better than its, you know, mm-hmm. second season. Yeah, definitely. So I'm very I'm very hopeful. Mhm. So Well, cool. So Big 5 on this. Who was your favorite? Character this season. <laughs> this is awesome. This is awesome. My favorite character of the season. Now, when we do the Big Five, when we do our favorite characters, we automatically take out the star of the show. Right. We just take them out. I'm just clarifying for the people out there who are we'll be doing, like, why are, isn't it Supergirl? Or, yeah, why isn't it Supergirl? Or why isn't it Flash? Or Because we're taking out right. the star of the obvious, show. Because yeah. it's it's too obvious that's why we're watching the shows because of them Mm -hmm. but who is your favorite besides the the lead well my favorite is is james i i I know it's he was like your least favorite last year yes and at the the beginning of the season i just didn't really fully get the whole him being promoted to the yeah top dog in charge of Catco, and I just didn't like that, but 
I really liked him as the Guardian. Mm-hmm. I thought he did an awesome job. I mean, I, it surprised me how much I actually ended up liking Guardian. Mm-hmm. And so I liked, I liked him doing that. And I mm-hmm. guess I, I see him doing the Guardian, and he did it so well. It's like I, I can't, I can't help but compare him to Mister Terrific of Arrow, and just think, Terrific just doesn't do anything for me, and just yeah. because of the way that they've kind of taken his story, but they've adjusted it now. Mm-hmm. But, but I guess I, I really liked. How he was, how he became the guardian, yeah. and all the guardian stuff that he did, and they kind of got away from the Catco, right stuff of, you know, at the beginning of the season, him writing an article or something. Here, run this. I'm the, you know, head guy. You're uh-huh. gonna put this on exactly. front page, kind of thing. It's like that's not. You shouldn't be getting down and writing articles. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be running this organization and all that. And but when they they got away from that. And just concentrated on mostly him guardian and helping out and then Yeah. All that with what's his name? Win. Win, yeah. So he's my favorite. Cool. Well I'm gonna go with my favorite is Monel. Monel. Yeah, he's and, he's a good one. And he and you know, he started off with kind of being a little bit annoying, a little male chauvinistic. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, the second half he really you know, you got a little bit more character. And a lot of times he was the common sense in the show. Like, why are we doing this? You know, why are you trusting this guy? You know. And, you know, he brought a little bit of comic relief that wasn't like over the top. Just kind of very subtle. And, you know. And I was sad to kind of see him leave. Like, I'm hoping that they can bring him back some way. You know, I yeah. know that, you know, there's lead in the atmosphere now. So he can never come back or blah, 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 something. But uh, I feel like, you know, they left it kind of open-ended ended at the end. So there's a possibility. But, um, I mean, I really liked his character and kind of, you know, he also made Supergirl a little bit more well-rounded. And, you know, not so, you know, do-good, you know, do-goody, kind of goody two-shoes. But kind of let you see, like, you know, there's different sides of each story, you know. But... Overall, he was kind of funny. He kind of lightened up the show a little bit, and I kind of just liked his personality, his character mm-hmm. in there. So that's why I picked him. Yeah. Cool. Good choice. He was my number two. Good old number my, two. My number two. <laughs> so, all right. Least. Who is your least? Well, I'm going to, my least favorite character, I'm going to say, is Alex. Okay. Now, it has. Everything to do with her decision making. You know, she had her whole story arc of finding herself and, you know, becoming, you know, like the side story with her and Maggie and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. No, that bothered me. I didn't mind any of that. It's her decisions that she would make. And they were always like these stupid decisions, especially like with her dad. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, all that Mm -hmm. just made me Mm -hmm. so mad. Mm -hmm. And then there were a couple other times where she's made these decisions. And it's like, why? That's the dumbest situation. And then the one time at the end where if she would go with her gut, you know, she wouldn't, you know, it was like, you know, doing the lead that would kill super, I don't know, doing something that was going to be bad. Like shooting the plane out of the, their ship out of the sky Mm -hmm. or something, you know, right before Superman destroyed it. Yeah. She's like, I have to follow orders. I have to do this. Uh, You know, this is, you know, the president telling me, you haven't listened 
to them the entire season. And no. now all of a sudden, when it's vice versa, all of a sudden you have to follow orders. Mm-hmm. See, I, I liked I liked Alex's character so much better the first season than, right. than this season. And it, and it pretty much all goes to the decision-making process of the common sense and being a dumbass and... It just and, they, know, they made it, her they made her ridiculous. They made this her too season. emotional in that in like making this. It's like I get that she's kind of going through a personal renaissance. I guess I don't know. You know, find you know figuring mm-hmm. that stuff out, and I don't know. You know, having that you know trying to make that where it kind of affects what decisions she makes and all that kind of stuff in her work. But it just seems like she made some dumb decisions, and it's like she's smarter. Her character. Should be smarter than this. And Mm -hmm. that's what... And, like, overall, on the show, it's kind of like, that's what bothered me. Because even with, um, with, um, um, Hank, Mm -hmm. they made hit. It's like, these characters are making decisions too stupid. And it's like, if I was the actor, I'd be like, my character is smarter Mm -hmm. than this. I feel like, like, this show, more than any of the other ones that we watched this year... We brought up how the writers of the show were making these characters dumb. Right. For- more, more than any other show this season that we watched. Yeah. I feel like this show was, was kind of at the feet of the writers making these characters look absolutely yeah. ridiculous in some of their decision making and, mm-hmm. and all that. And it just... I, yeah. I didn't get that. Yeah. Okay. So, so who's yours? Mine? Very similar to yours because Alex was my number two. <laughs> okay. uh, my number one was Maggie, and see, I didn't. And, and, and some of and some of hers was also kind of decision making thing, or some of her decisions. And also, she's a cop, detective, and negotiator. I thought for me for this show, she was in it way too much than she really needed to be for me. Because there's so many other characters that I'd much rather see. Obviously, I'd like to see more Supergirl, John Jones, Guardian, Wynn. And then, you know, you had McGon that was in there. Right. Alec, I want to see more Alex doing first season Alex stuff, mm-hmm. not this season Alex Well, it's stuff. kind of like they treated Maggie as their go-to local cop. Like, no matter what the situation... She was the cop on the scene. Like, is she the only cop? In the, uh, but in it's the like force? we, it's like we don't need. I don't need the local yokel in this thing. Uh-huh. It's like we we have the DEO. Mm-hmm. That's plenty of law enforcement that I need. I don't need a local cop detective getting in here and gumming up the mess. They can't do anything. These are aliens or something larger than just you know right. cop stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just saw way too much of. Yeah, and I can see like every once, you know, like every once in a while, you know, there's a situation that you know they're called in, and then you find out it's an alien. Mm-hmm. So okay, it's like, but, it's like I don't need to see her every week, but it's like she was on there every week, and I just thought that she was taking away screen time from other characters mm-hmm. that I would much rather yeah be watching than right Maggie, a local cop on a Supergirl TV show. Yeah. Okay. So, so there you go. That was it for me. That was it. So, I guess I'll, I'll go with my uh, OF moment and trying to think over the course of this season. You know, since it started way back in what late September, October, uh-huh. 
and trying to figure out the moment of my oh fuck most surprise kind of moment. And with this show, it really didn't have it. It was all pretty much cookie cutter thing for me. My most surprising moment was when you found out that uh, the president Linda Carter That's what I was, was an alien. Say. That was that, that was like because when when it happened at the very end of that episode and her eyes kind of turned like oh shit yeah she's an alien uh-huh. I thought it was really cool and wanted to kind of know how they were going to to move her character along knowing that okay you did this we know that she's an alien. She's got to come back at some other point because she's an alien. You just can't do that and then just leave us hanging forever. Right. So. Yeah. That's what I have on my list is that because, you know, that's something that was a total catch you off guard kind of moment. Yeah. And then even when they showed her at the end, you know, like at the second to last episode or whatever, when Air Force One gets shot down and Mm -hmm. then you kind of see what she really is and. Even that kind of, that moment, you knew that she was an alien, but yeah. you saw what she looked like and you saw the other character's reaction. Mm-hmm. And I still, I love Cat Grant when yeah. she's like, well, please <laughs> tell me you're still a Democrat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what she was worried about. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think that was a really kind of cool twist in the story that, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't really see coming. Especially yeah. that episode was all about. You know, the president and, the you know, and it was for alien rights and that kind of stuff. And But you kind of didn't know if she was, you know, going to be good or, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, at that moment, you didn't you didn't know yeah, if she was going to be good or bad. Yeah, you just see these eyes change, so you just know that she's an alien. Mm-hmm. So. And it's like, did she have something up her sleeve as far as why she wanted right. this bill to pass? Yeah, exactly. Something evil? Mm-hmm. I mean, so, so it's good. Now to the hell yeah moment hell for yeah. Supergirl. What mm-hmm. was your hell yeah moment? Um, I think I'm going to go with my. Um, well, it's actually like the last episode where Supergirl and Superman are having their all-out fight. Mm. Now, you know the premise of it is you know Superman is under silver kryptonite. Was it silver kryptonite? Some kind of kryptonite. Yes, and Terry and Hatcher he, could have just used it on Supergirl and had two yeah. Supergirls. So there's blah, blah, blah. that. Like I, I'm just looking past that. But yes. the actual fighting yes. was cool because they the way they did it, and it was kind of like had these moments in it where you kind of are, you know, seeing the supers fight and yeah, kind, kind of, of slow in, it in the air on yeah. the ground, kind of how they probably would fight. You know, yeah, just not being on the ground like the fight later on and with being Terry cool without having to destroy the entire city. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I, I'm going to say that's my hell yeah moment just cause it was a really cool scene. And I thought that they shot it very well, the lighting mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And, um, I thought they did a really good job. And so that's what I'm going to go with, with my hell yeah moment. Okay. Well, my hell yeah moment is, is, is close to yours. My hell yeah moment, just because I think these things are so fucking cool is when McGon shows back up oh, yeah. with, her other white Martians to to help out uh-huh. fight the Daxamites. I thought that was awesome. I was not expecting that uh-huh. at all. Yeah. And the moment that you see her flying in with four or five, six other white Martians, all white Martianed up, I'm like, this is badass. Yeah. So I was so excited yeah, to see that. Yeah, that. that was cool. That definitely. So, really cool. Yeah. So, moving forward with this show... What are your thoughts, expectations? Anything you want to see? Well, number one, 
I want to see Cat Grant a lot more. Like, you, you didn't know for sure. They kind of make it seem like she might be back as a regular. Because, you know, she's, she's back in her office and she's like, I'm going to, ha-, you know, she's kind of, mm-hmm, de- mm-hmm. you know, it made it kind of give you the feeling. Like, they never said she was back. I guess just in case she's not. But yeah. I, even if she's not on every sh- show, I think she might have a bigger role this season, which is already a step in the right We're, direction. Oh, yes, because we need more Cat Grant. Because first season, I going in the first season, I was very skeptical because I'm not a huge, what's her name? Calista Flockhart. I was about to call her Allie McBeal. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like I, I've, when that show was coming out, I'm like, I'm not watching this show. That's ridiculous. Her character and all. I was, but she was the best part of season one mm-hmm. for me. So if there's a possibility that we can get more Cat Grant for season three, I am completely and totally on board. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my number one thing. My number two thing is more of just a kind of broad thing. I just mm-hmm. want more comprehensive story arcs. Yeah. And I want better writing for the characters. Yes. And less holes. Mm-hmm. And less stupid. So it's just like I just want them to kind of, you know, be able to make these. I don't want to have to watch a show and go, well, why didn't they just do this? Or, oh, my God, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, just... You know, I feel like they made decisions just to get the story moved. Like, we need to resolve this up. So, let's just make them um, Martians. Or, let's mm-hmm. just go ahead and, you know, let's, you know, put these in here. And uh, they can see, you know, these other kind of persons can, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, well, wait a minute. If they could do that the whole time, then why didn't they? You know, that kind of stuff. So, I just want them, you know, and this, you know, they have a lot more comprehensive. They know the characters now. They can build on something, and so that's kind of what I want to see. It's just a better story arc, more comprehension, and better character development. Yeah, that's very similar to what, what I had as far as what I wanted to see, which is just a better story arc mm-hmm. from beginning to end, just to do it better. This one was it was kind of broken up into, you know, you kind of had your Cadmus thing, you kind of had your Daxamite thing. You had some Villain of the Week stuff kind of thrown in there, which I, I understand you're going to get the Villain of the Week stuff yeah, thrown in there. Yeah, make them good. But yeah, make them, make them good. But I guess I, I just want to see a better overarching storyline for the season. Right, without plot holes. And, you know, yes. no, take out these gaping plot holes. I get TV, there's going to be some kind of, you know, small things that just make them to where, you know, you can kind of look... Over, you know, mm-hmm. but when you make a gaping plot hole, yeah. you know, people are going to get annoyed. Mm-hmm. So, so overall for the season, would you give it a thumbs up, thumbs down? Worth watching, not worth watching, kind of man? Um, I would definitely say some episodes are worth watching. Mm-hmm. And then some I would just skip because, you know, they're n- not big to the storyline. I mean, the, it's started off great. When they brought in Superman, they had a couple of those episodes with Superman in it. I thought that was really good, and um, some of the, it's just some of the middle area was just kind of blah. Mm-hmm. But um, but they definitely had some. I'd probably say I'd give it maybe one thumbs up, one thumbs down. <laughs> you okay. know, it's a meh. yeah, it's a meh. It's kind of like me. It's kind of this is kind of a, a middle of the road. This is kind of a, a, a meh season. I'm not going to go back and rewatch. Yeah, I, the, the whole whole season where there's some shows you'll go back and just rewatch the whole season. This is this show's like now nah. it's like you kind of pick and choose 
you know, the, the, the better ones if you wanted to. But, yeah, yeah. overall the season is kind of a meh. Yeah. So. I'm more looking forward to next season. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think I'd tune and watch, you know, more of, like, season season one. Yeah. Um, okay, Flash. Talking about plot holes. Yeah. Plot holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were your... I mean, Over, I thought that, I mean, the thoughts. season overall I thought was good. I thought that there was definitely some plot hole kind of stuff. And then there's always my dislike <laughs> of time travel. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Savitar was a cool villain. You know, like when he showed up and, you know, he did some cool stuff. Yeah. You know, the surprise on, you know, Savitar, you know, we kind of talked it out and kind of, you know, figured it out. You know, so it didn't really surprise as much. I really liked Killer Frost. Um, mm-hmm. And I liked Julian. The whole alchemy stuff, you know, I kind of was like, eh, the husk people and all that kind of stuff was okay. But um, over overall, I think that, you know, the whole story arc was eh, but it did have some really good episodes. Mm-hmm. And then a few eh episodes. Yeah. So that's what... So that's kind of like this one. The overarching story was, eh, it's okay, you know. It's like okay, another speedster. Okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 same thing, you know. Da, 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 da. Flash is making stupid decisions. Da, 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 da. We're keeping secrets. We're not keeping secrets. It seemed like this season had a lot of the same stuff that you see a lot of, mm-hmm. just in a little different way. Yeah, I, I would like th- this season for me. Out of the three seasons of Flash, was probably the worst. Yeah. For for me. Because the, the plot holes for me in this season of Flash were so gaping that it borderline unwatchable mm-hmm. at times. Because it's like, th- this is completely ridiculous. And I think I've kind of come to the line with the Flash series that we need to get away from your, your speedster villains, which... They say that they are going into season four. Right, yeah. And you need to completely be done with time travel. Like, time travel for me now are like flashbacks in Arrow. Yeah. It's like they they whip me to no end. They cause huge plot holes, which never gets resolved. They just continue to move right. forward. Maybe they gloss over it or not. And then they say they're not going to do it. And then he's like, no matter what, I'm never going to do it again. But then yet he then he goes and does it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, then why don't you just do it and solve this whole problem? Yeah. And and I guess the way I feel about season three of Flash is kind of how I felt about season four of Arrow, where it was kind of uh, the, the arrows pointing down. You need you need something to redeem yourself for the next season or it's right not looking too good. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where where they are right mm-hmm. now for me. Yeah. Maybe not for everybody, but for at least me, it's like, I, I need to see a, a huge rebound Something different. Season. I don't want to yes. see something rehashed. Mm-hmm. I want to see something totally different. I want to see these characters go into different... Well, anyway, that that's yes. question five. Let's wait yes. and talk about that. Let's get into favorite character. Favorite character. Are you going to go first? Or want me to go first? Uh, I don't know. I can, it doesn't okay, matter. go for it. Um, I think I'm going to pick Julian. <laughs> nice. You know, at first he was, you know, I kind of liked him. You know, the whole alchemy stuff, put that to side. I, I'm just, who cares about the alchemy stuff, him being alchemy. 
Because him as Julian as a character was really good. I liked him as Julian a lot better. And I did like the parts where Alchemy is kind of, our Savitar is talking through him. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. But I kind of liked how he kind of saw through Flash mm-hmm. and Barry and his nice guy thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, you're just a guy who's always late. You're always have an excuse. I mean, why does everybody love you? I mean, do yeah. you do that good of a job? And, you know, kind of seeing through that, I thought mm-hmm. that was really kind of a good tw- twist on, you know, everybody loves Barry. Mm-hmm. And um, and then when they brought him onto the team, I thought he brought, you know, kind of rounded their team off and kind of brought in a different perspective, a different kind of way of thinking, and kind of points out some shit on them sometimes. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. He, he was he was very straightforward and, and kind blunt of, and stuff you know, that. And so I kind of like that character that's, you know... Mm-hmm. Dude, why why don't we just do this? Yeah. Why are we doing like this 40 point plot kind of <laughs> plan when all you have to do is why don't we just do this and this and then we mm-hmm. get we're done. Yeah. And so I really kind of liked what, you know, Tom Felton did with the character and like just, you know, his attitude and you know, he kind of was an ass, but you know, you kind of find out, you know, why and all that kind of stuff. And so I think that his I just liked his character on the show. Mm-hmm. I did too. He was he again. He was my number two. <laughs> um, I kind of went back and forth, but in the end, for me, uh, HR was my was my favorite. Probably more so the actor uh-huh. and him taking another version of Harrison Wells and doing it for a third time. Right. I just really think that the that. Which is Tom? Is his name Tom? Tom Cavanaugh has done an awesome job at making all three of the Harrison Wells feel different. Mm-hmm. Like they're different; they're totally different people. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that he did such a, a great job. And at first, at going into this season, where it's like, "Oh, we're great. Are we going to have yet another Harrison Wells? Is this going to be their their running gag? That's always going to be a different Harrison Wells moving forward." Yeah. And I've kind of. You know, over the last couple months, I'm like, you know what? I'm okay. If, if this wants to be their kind of running, kind of gag kind of thing to have a different Harrison Wells. As long as they do it well. Each and every, yes, as long as they do it well every year, that would be great. I, I don't, I, I guess I can't see for season four them having a fourth different Harrison Wells. I think that it could very well just be like the season two. Yeah. Yeah, because they can't um, really Harry. do what they can't find another one like they did this one. I mean, they can't do the same thing. Yeah. It's going to have to be a Harrison Wells that they find naturally. Like, yeah, you know, Gypsy brings him from somewhere, mm-hmm. or he's from this earth that you know accidentally they you know they find him on a different you know something yeah. that they can't go searching for one. No, they, they can't because they've already they've already natural. done they've already done that gag. They kind of have to go to <clears> a, <throat> another world or yeah or something Earth or something, and then they. Stumble across yeah. that way. Yes, yeah. I completely agree. Well, cool. Well, then, uh, who is your least favorite? My least favorite? Oh. Cisco. Mm. Cisco. He, he redeemed himself he, near the end. He redeemed himself near the end, <clears throat> but he was so far behind the eight ball for whipping my ass at the beginning, the first half of the season, by killing me M- and Mr. whipping Mope. my ass and moping around about your dead brother and all that where you guys didn't like each other 
to begin with, and they spent way too much time doing that. And then he redeemed himself, yes, but there were moments where, you know, there was things that I thought Cisco just needed to do and didn't do them. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, just come on, just do it. Common sense here. Let's let's go. And so overall, it was. Cisco whipping my ass. Well, I think it makes it even worse when he's your favorite character from from the season from, before. From the season before, uh-huh. and then they and I thought that you know the actor did a good job of you know playing a different Cisco, but it's just like it took so long for him. You know, he's blaming Barry for all of this stuff, and then he finally sees like because he goes this back and one episode jacks with time. Yeah, and he sees how it totally changes and. Mm-hmm. <coughs> And then it's like, oh, okay, I see. Yeah. And my number two for that was Grodd. I hated those two <coughs> fucking episodes. You okay over there? Need a glass of water? I don't know. You going to be I'll okay? Are you getting it. all choked up on your on your least favorite? I know. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. So, who's your least favorite? So, uh, my least favorite is Iris. Okay. So, this whole yeah. second time... Okay. I- Everything after they find out she's going to die, I just, I thought it was like, uh, you know, there's that one, that one episode where she's like, you know, gets that skin eating disease and, you know, cause you know, she's not afraid to die now because you know, she knows she's going to die in the future. Mm-hmm. And then it's like every decision, you know, kind of became so wrapped up in this, you know, Iris, I don't know. Everything, you know, it's like everything, decision that she made after finding out was kind of like, really, that's, that's what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You find out Barry proposed to you just because he knew you're going to die. So of course now I don't want to, I don't want you to propose to me because of that. But then later I do want to be engaged to you because, you know, this is our last times together or blah, 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 and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seemed like it was just kind of over-dramatized and a little bit sappy and a little bit kind of melodramatic in some points. And it's like, come and on. And does she never work at the paper that she's at or the media online outlet thing? Because she's never right there. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Just when it's convenient for the story, I and guess. And it's like, I don't understand. I mean, I, I get it. She's a part of the team. But really, what what does she do? Oh, yeah. She looks at some computer screens. She warns people, hey, hey, this light's blinking. <laughs> this light's blinking over here. Somebody who knows what this means, can they come uh-huh. fix it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so it's kind of like all of the stuff being so wrapped up around Iris. And I mean, it's like it was just so much. And the way that it affected Barry and his decisions. And it's kind of like, I don't know. I figured it was, I think it was just too heavy. On the saving Iris kind of thing. Yeah. But, and how this one moment in time, only if she gets killed at this moment. At that moment. Does Barry turn into Savitar? If she dies five minutes later, it doesn't matter. No, I know. Or if she dies in another place, it doesn't matter. And and that gets into the unwatchable part for me because of the plot hole that they've created. No, you can't, but... So that's who I'm going with least. I feel least. like I have a lot invested in this. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So since you went with your least and Iris was your least, my oh fuck most most surprising moment out of this 
is when Iris shoots Time Remnant Barry. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it happening. I didn't see it coming. I did not think that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I thought that he was just kind of going to fade away, which that right there took a lot longer than yeah, season yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. But that's... And I think we talked about it in when we talked about the episode. And yes. Stuff. And so that was my that was my surprise. Like, the, all the other... Because I guess I didn't see that coming, so that's what why it's my surprise. Savitar being Barry... We kind of guessed I, it. We guessed it back at our mid-season wrap-up. Uh-huh. Show you know we we got that we got the you know the the Caitlin stuff and all that other stuff so really there wasn't a surprise mm-hmm. for me other than this because she killed somebody yeah now granted I mean does he die does he also now vanish too he'll probably vanish and you know I, maybe who knows I don't know I Anyways, don't know how it works so who was your your oh fuck moment. My my old fuck moment was I knew it was going to happen at some point, mm-hmm. but I didn't know when. But then when Caitlin, it's when she turns into Killer Frost, but not when she actually turns into it, but when she gets stabbed or, you know, that shrapnel goes through her stomach. Uh-huh. Like, oh, fuck, this is what's going to happen. Finally, she's going to be some Killer Frost. And, you know, it took a little bit. But mm-hmm. then by the end of the episode, she finally turned into it. And just like, you know, you thought she was going to be fine. And then all of a sudden, going to die. Although there's some stuff I don't like about what happened immediately after she turned into yeah. Killer Frost. Or, mm-hmm. But anyway, but just when she gets stabbed and it was like more of a like, oh, fuck, it's going down this, you know, it's like, okay, here it comes. This is how it happens. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like my mouth didn't drop to the floor kind of moment, yeah. but it was kind of like, oh, good. Yeah, because like you, I like <clears throat> I like Killer Frost, and I liked how they ended it with with her kind of being somewhat in control of right Killer Frost. So I really glad to see that she has her powers. Hope that she learns to live with those powers so that she can use those powers and kind of rejoin the team at at some point. Yeah, but something. Yeah, something. I guess that's yeah. like a you know a, my question five. Right, but. So, uh, what, what about your, your hell yeah moment? My hell yeah moment was when, uh, <clears throat> again, in the last episode, when Jay Garrett comes out of the Speed Force, and now it's the three speedsters with against Savitar. Oh, yeah, with Kid Flash. Kid Flash. Jay Garrett. Jay Flash Garrett going and out. the Flash chasing after Savitar in the woods. That was a very cool scene. But just kind of like when you see Cisco and... Uh, or Savitar shoot the ray to, you know, make him some sort of weird god mm-hmm. in all aspects, whatever. To be in every second of time. Right. But have Jay come out instead. I was like, hell yeah! Let's get some speed action. Mm-hmm. So, I thought that was, that. that's what I'm going to go with my hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, as you sit there and you say that, I'm sitting here thinking of other plot holes. I'm sorry. I know. That's I'm Every just, time I, I say something I like, there's in the back of my head something I don't like about it, but... I know, because it's like if they defeated Savitar here, Barry never makes the thing, the little prison thing that holds him inside the Speed Force so the Speed Force doesn't have to come back and get Barry at the end of the right. season. Sorry. All right. My hell yeah moment was was pretty much a whole episode. 
Flash teaming up with Captain Cold. <laughs> and you got to see Killer Shark. I thought those two guys teaming up to break into Argus was awesome. Yeah, and I that and that was going to be in there was when he teams up with Captain Cold. Was was one of my options for a hell yeah because mm-hmm. when you see Captain Cold, I mean he, you know, he's grown a lot on me. Yeah. The first season he kind of annoyed me, but he's grown a lot in his little sarcastic wit. Mhm. Is is pretty funny. Yeah, cuz I think in because in that episode, it also kind of gave you a look into, and we figured this out, of kind of what was going to happen with Savitar killing Iris. That we figured that since Barry uh-huh. turned into, what's her name? Lila. Lila. And went into Argus. That we that we thought that somehow, someway, that's not going to be Iris. Yeah. That Savitar. That was the. And, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. So it was kind of a little foreshadowing. Yeah. For that, so. So how about uh, next steps? We want to see. Well, next steps number one. Oh man, absolutely no time traveling is what I'm. Got it on my list. (laughs) Okay. Number two. Well, that's mostly what I have. No time travel. (laughs) (laughs) My list consists of one. (laughs) No time travel, and I want to see a storyline. With Killer Frost somehow being able, you know, I want to see more kind of the Killer Frost angle. And I don't really, you know, the whole Barry being, you know, trapped in the Speed Force, I'm not even worried because it's the Flash. It's the, yeah, the show is called The Flash. You know he's getting out. So, I mean, I, I just want to see Flash do, have a horrible nemesis that doesn't involve the Speed Force, time traveling, and... You know, another speeder. Mm-hmm. I don't mind having Jay Garrett come and help because he kind of has the wisdom. Yeah, I don't mind. Every once in a while when he shows up, I love it. I and think then, you know, he's Kid great. Flash, he's grown on me. He just needs a little bit of a haircut. Mm-hmm. But I think that basically no time traveling is my number one thing. Yes. Um, I would agree with you on the no time traveling. It's like, I'm done. I'm over it. I don't need to see any more of it because these three seasons you've jacked up time really Mm bad it's like let's move on without having to do that i'm fine with you going to other earths and stuff that's completely fine also like you i don't want to see another speedster as your main villain Mm -hmm. i do enjoy seeing reverse flash somehow some way i would like to see him kind of you know here and there i I can do kind of spotty just because i like reverse flash um and then uh Killer Frost, I really want to see how where she goes, but mostly it's no time travel and no speedster villain. I want to see another villain from his rogue gallery or whatever that can have a nice, big, overarching mm-hmm. story Yeah, from beginning to end of yeah. the season. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. So, time for Arrow. Time for Arrow. So, favorite character? Favorite character for me? Yeah. Um, Dinah. Black Canary. They now have a legit Black Canary who I love. I love the actress that, that plays her. I think she does an awesome job at playing that character. And I want to see... I want to see more. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of her. She is. She was my favorite character. And she was only on... The last third of the season? Yeah. And that's who I have as mine. 
That's who I, I, she that's who I, nailed it. Yeah. I mean, she looks the part. She's a badass. She has her powers naturally. Yep. You know, with the metahuman, all mm-hmm. that law. But she, it's natural. It's, um, you know, her attitude. She's a cop. You know, she's got... You know, and when she fights more. and does the, the 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 stunts and stuff like that, she's way more believable. And yes, I I believe she can do these things, and she appears to be you know doing them more so than you know the other Black Canary that we had uh-huh. previous years. Th- this is the one. Th- this is the one. Yeah, I'm, I'm this completely is, it's on like board. One hundred It was like yeah, this is it. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I definitely agree. She. And I definitely want to see more of her. You know, at the end of this season, you know, the dad says, you are Black Canary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so next season, I want to see her 100% embracing it. Yes. I would completely agree. All right. Your least favorite. My least favorite? I'm going to go with Lila. <laughs> She's Lila. not like a big character on the show, but Curtis grew on me. You know, he didn't get as annoyed. You know, I think he was my least favorite mm-hmm. at the end of the set first half. But, you know... He kind of grew on me. He didn't get beat up all the time. And he kind of found... They kind of recognize that he can't fight. So he needs to come up with a way. So his T-balls, whatever <laughs> his they T-balls, uh-huh. <laughs> but Lila, I think, you yeah. know, with her being Diggle's wife and leader of Argus, you know, she did, you know, she's like, I have to make some of these, you know... Tough decisions. Tough decisions, blah, blah, da 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 Yeah, yeah I... I get it. And yes, you do. But it's just kind of like on both angles hypocritical. I think I, yeah, her she, character is just when, kind when of she's a big on there, hypocrite. She, when she's and on it's there, like she kills me. Some of the stuff with Argus, it's kind of like the DEO. How can these people get into Argus? Mm-hmm. You know, you're secured. You send, you have a whole team of guards, but yet we're the most secured needs to be. You don't have anybody? Mm-hmm. Because is that, are you trying to fool people? It's like, I don't know. I think it's just like. Do I believe that she can lead Argus? No. Ah. I, I, I do not. And so, I mean, I just think that the way they play her character is just kind of wishy-washy, like hypocritical. Like I, under, I, I understand and, you, you have this Argus element in Arrow, and it's kind of there, and I don't know you know, how you can you know, move forward without kind of having it pop up here and there. But when it does pop up, it, it I'm... It's such a wet blanket. Yeah. I, I, it's like, uh, whatever. You just needed to cover up something, I, so you needed to have Argus in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, what so about you? my least favorite, uh, and the beat goes on, uh, Felicity. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've... I mean, she did definitely stuff, do some stupid stuff She did some season. stupid stuff this season, but I think that now, since we kind of have who I consider to be a legit... Black Canary, I want Felicity to get out of the way so that <laughs> Ollie and um, Dinah. Dinah can now kind of have their thing. Mm-hmm. And I just think the longer that Felicity kind of hangs around in here, they're going to kind of have... Yeah, it's like, how this, are you going to do it? I mean, th- even like, they end the season with them kind of... Yes. It's like, I don't need to see another all, Oliver Felicity thing. I don't need to see it. I don't want to see it. I really want Felicity to kind of move on. Yeah. And so that... She's kind of like... 
she's kind of like the Chloe Sullivan of Arrow. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, Chloe was on Smallville, where they try to do this kind of love connection with her and uh, Clark and all this stuff. And she's like, has a huge mm-hmm. crush and all this yeah. stuff and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it just ends up, no, it, it can't because yeah. he's got to end up with Lois. Arrow, mm-hmm. he's got to end up with Dinah. Yes. And, that, and that's what I just wanted to, to move on. Yeah. So. Okay. Your OF moment biggest surprise moment uh it is when prometheus takes off his mask on the rooftop and of course, it is that's mine adrian chase because this whole time you made me believe he was vigilante because adrian chase is vigilante <laughs> at least in comic book world yeah. and so when he took off his mask after throwing vigilante off the rooftop and they, they, man, Arrow did such an awesome job this season with this show because at that moment where Vigilante showed up for Prometheus, you, I thought, everybody probably thought that this is Adrian Chase right. there to take down Prometheus. Right. And then when Prometheus throws Vigilante off the roof and then takes off his mask, there was just this, oh shit, what? I hit the floor uh-huh. yeah. moment thinking, mm-hmm. oh man, I, my my mind blew right there. Right, because then the minute that yeah. I saw that, you kind of like the little file of facts in your brain kind of goes. Uh huh. So this whole time he's been Prometheus. Yes, and you play all that stuff back yeah. of when Vigilante showed up or when Prometheus showed up and all the little things where you had and Adrian like all Chase the stuff leading Adrian, and, yeah. and doing all that stuff, and then on top of all that stuff going through your head, who's who's Vigilante? Right. So now it's like, okay, now we found out who Prometheus is. This whole time we thought we knew who Vigilante is. We just didn't know who Prometheus was. And then they blow my mind that way. And now it's like, okay, now I still don't know who Vigilante is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure that'll blow my mind whenever they get to it. Yeah. But anyway, so what was your uh, OF moment? I mean, that's the same. Is that it too? Yeah. Nice. 100%. That's it. Okay. Your uh, hell yeah moment. My hell yeah was when... We found out we're going to get a new canary. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Uh, played. Yeah, because I was like, hell yeah. Because, you know, when you you see her and she has the stuff naturally. Uh And then you saw that she was like a badass kind of, you know, undercover cop, all this stuff. I'm like, Mm. hell yeah. And then they said her her name. And I was, yep. I'm like, boom. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yep. that's my hell yeah. Uh, my hell yeah was uh, Oliver getting slayed on the what? last episode. Oliver getting Deathstroke. Oh, so, okay. Going there to Argus <laughs> and getting him out. Sorry. getting And getting slayed out. Uh-huh. I was like, that is awesome. Yeah. Because I didn't think for a moment that... Slade was going to double cross. You know, they tried to give you that impression because they got out Captain Boomerang, who mm-hmm. I I am not a fan of the actor who plays Captain Boomerang, and I am not a fan of Arrow's take on Captain Boomerang, and I hope this is the last time we ever see Captain Boomerang in the Arrowverse because I'm it, he does absolutely nothing for yeah. me. Oh, yeah. So when they also broke him out, it, I was kind of like, oh, that's okay. Why do you need? Why do you need him? Right. I, and I, then I, when he double crossed, I'm like, 
Yeah, of course he's going to double cross yeah. you. That's who the fuck he is. Yeah. Yeah. So. Slade, you have a history. Slade, I mean, you're almost like brothers, mm-hmm. almost. And, you know, Slade has gone, you know, a lot of him was the mere kuru. Yeah. That made him go crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you have a background with him. And, yeah, Boomerang was like, what? But, yeah, yeah. that was cool. Slade was cool. All right. So, uh, kind of moving on to next year, moving forward, what do you want to see? Well, we kind of talked about it a little bit. Yeah. I want to find out more about Vigilante. Yep. That's number one on my list. Uh-huh. And um, I know we're not getting flashbacks, so that's already something to look forward to. Uh-huh. And, um, but I would say that's the biggest thing is, you know, Vigilante, is he going to be a big over our, you know, I want to see more, and I also want to see Black Canary embrace being the Black Canary. Mm-hmm. So, Vigilante, Black Canary. Yeah. And... A little, you know, what's what's happening with, is Slade going to be doing anything? You know, I know he's not going to be a character. Yeah, well, there was that stuff, rumor that there, that they, possibilities of maybe having a Deathstroke spinoff kind of hmm. thing, which I would be completely interesting huh. if they wanted to do that. Oh, cool. So that's, that's pretty much it. So moving forward for me with this show, it's very similar to, to you. It's like, I want to see Vigilante. I thought his character last season was awesome. I'm in the mindset of Vigilante is I, w- I am fine being strung along with Vigilante just because I think it's it's I mean, cool. For a and, once, while, and once I, I find out it. who he is, I, I'm, I mean, it might take away some of that excitement that I have him kind of popping up, you know, kind of throughout the season yeah. to, to do things I think would just be really cool. Um I don't want to see any more shit with Felicity and Oliver. I, I'm done. I don't want to see any more goo-goo eyes, touching, hugging, kissing, any of that. I ah. don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> and the first time they do it next year, I'm going to get on this show and I'm going to rail on it. Oh, great. I can't wait because I'm pretty sure that it's probably going to happen. It's probably going to happen. And then my next thing, I just want to see uh, uh, Dinah and Ollie go down their path of... Yeah. Becoming who they are. That yeah, awesome definitely. couple. So, that's it for okay. Arrow. So, off to The ABC. last one. The last one we're going to do today. Yeah. Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, favorite characters. Uh, my favorite character, hands down, Ghost Rider. What? And Robbie Reyes. That, yeah, he was pretty cool. That right there... To start, because they had this broken into three three storylines. Yeah. First storyline was Ghost Rider, and I think that got everybody excited for this season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of coming off of the yeah. other kind of so-so-so kind of season where it was inhuman stuff and blah, blah, blah. But to come back and have Ghost Rider, the new version of Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. be on the small screen, and to pull it off as well as they did, I thought the... Actor played an awesome, awesome yeah, part. I, yeah, I agree. At, at, at being, you know, Robbie Reyes and the Ghost Rider. So I loved it. Mm-hmm. Ghost Rider, hands down, my favorite this season. Well, cool. I'm going to go with Gemma as my favorite character because the last section, the framework, uh-huh. and the what she had to deal with, I thought, man. And even a little bit before that, 
it's like she became kind of a little badass. Like, yeah. this little hidden... You know, even in the first part, when she is in S.H.I.E.L.D. and she's kind of like under director Mace uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff, I just really feel like this season, she's been able to have a, like a really big part mm-hmm. and, you know, her relationship with Fitz and, you know, they played that really well and, you know, her kind of being like this person that nobody really looks twice at, but yet she can manipulate and be a badass and think on her feet and all that kind of stuff and so even like in the framework she's like it's not real people you Mm -hmm. know it's kind of like just everything she had to kind of deal with and i think her and fitz in the next season and what they're gonna have to kind of deal with but i really think that she was able her character was really able to like do some really cool stuff yeah this season so i'm gonna go with Gemma, girl power all right how about your least my least favorite is Mac. Was it the whole... And the, it goes the right down... To, goes. I mean, and I, I didn't hate him the whole season. But the whole thing, at the framework at the end, I guess maybe the, because that's in my head, because it's the last thing that happened. And I get it. You you have a daughter here, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know. You're going to... But it's not real. It's not real. It can and end it, at any second. At any moment, it can end. And there are real people. And you will be dead. Right. And there are real people in your life that you care about and that care about you. And you're going to just give all of that up for a fake kid? Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I don't have kids. So <laughs> I don't, you know, get... You know, I'm not... I don't owe the bond, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's still... It's a computer-generated program that That's, this That can somebody made. can pull the plug at any moment and... It's over, and you die. You don't wake up. Even You're if dead. they don't kill the framework, they could kill your daughter any second. Let's just erase her from the framework. Done. And, now and they did. Now, and now you're stuck in this framework with no way out, and you know mm-hmm. that it's fake. And now you're living in a. I, I, it's just like yeah. I just don't understand when people. I mean, they always do. There's always this in a show where they're having to make a decision between real and fake. I mean, I. It's seen it a million times in different shows. I mean, they did another one with Arrow. Exactly. This season. Mm-hmm. And, and Which it's like, it's me. fake. Fake. And it's mm. like, those decisions... Your body is laying somewhere. Exactly. I don't know. It's so... <laughs> I just... Because of that, has, has made me made me not like... Him, or I should not say not like him. Yeah. Because, you know, before that and all that stuff, Mac, you know, his shotgun axe and all that stuff, cool. And he always kind of was a, mm-hmm. you know, straight up good guy, kind of, you know, right there with you. And then it's like, just come on, dude. Stop. It's dumb. Dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that's why I picked him. Okay. Well, mine is uh, Senator Ellen Nadir. <laughs> Every time she was on TV... It's, I, I, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. Yeah. Because of all the shit that she was saying and her point of views on everything were, it, it was driving me nuts. Yeah. I mean, definitely. She, and even when you find out more stuff about her, her brother and all this stuff, it even makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she, then, she drove, she what? drove me absolutely nuts. And all for what? And then she just poof, dies. Yep. They just kill her. Dumb. Which made me happy. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. 
Not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. So. OF moment, biggest surprise. Uh, I guess I, I look at it as, oh, fuck. The first time Ghost Rider turns. He gets his Into, fiery skull. You mean like in the first episode? Uh-huh. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought it was so well done and it looked so good. Yeah. I mean, it to me, it looks, it looked better on the TV show than in the Nicolas Cage movies. Mm-hmm. Especially the first Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider movie. Yeah. Well, I never saw him because of Nicolas Cage, but I'm sure they it was better. <laughs> it I thought it was it looked great. It really did look good. Yeah. So that was my that was my oh fuck moment. I was like oh fuck. Well, mine kind of has the Ghost Rider. It's at the end when he shows up. Oh yeah. Like because mm-hmm. you're like how in the fuck are they going to kill Ada? Mm-hmm. And then he walks through and you're like oh yeah yep. fuck it yep. that's, that's how it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> So yep. yeah, that's my, that's, you know, when you see him coming out of there, that's real nice. Mm. That's mine. How about your hell yeah moment? Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> did, 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 did you, did you I, give I me your hell yeah moment? I, that what, was my what hell was yeah your, moment. What was your OF moment? My OF moment? <laughs> yeah. Strike it from the record as an oh fuck moment. That was my hell yeah moment. Okay, that was your hell yeah moment. Yeah, that's my hell yeah moment was when Ghost Rider returns. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So I just okay. jumped the gun. <laughs> okay. Rewind it a little bit. My oh fuck moment was when you find out Fitz is a robot. When Gemma... Oh, yeah. You thought Daisy was the robot because the way they kind of made it. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, they have that, you know thing where you can tell who a robot is and then you see it with Jimma. You don't really know who it, it's Jimma yeah. or but you kind of figure it's Fitz because you saw Jimma the whole time when they were in that bunker. Mm-hmm. And then when he kind of turns on her, it's like, oh fuck, Fitz is a robot. Yeah. So sorry. That is my oh fuck moment. Okay. And your hell yeah moment is when Ghost Rider shows up at the, at the end. Yeah. That's my hell yeah. Okay. Uh, my hell yeah moment is... The fight scene between Ghost Rider and Daisy in the junkyard. Ah, mm-hmm. Like when they, that, I thought that fight scene was awesome. Because it's like they're sitting here having a conversation, getting ready to get it on, and then he just turns into Ghost Rider, and it's <laughs> like, oh shit, what did he just do? Yeah. <laughs> Which what? was... Awesome. Another cool fight, and we might have talked about it in our other wrap-up, was mm-hmm. when Ghost Rider fights the fire guy in the fireworks factory. Yes. That's another sweet fight. That's another sweet fight. Awesome. Okay. Uh, moving forward. So this one, I was kind of... All I put down was something new. I'm... T- it's... An, I, I... You know, I don't really know what I want. You know, they kind of had this where they all got captured and then Coulson wakes up in space. So I know something different is happening. Something different I just I'm just tired of the Inhumans. I mean, the way they've been doing it. I, mm-hmm. I don't mind having Inhumans or doing something different with them. Yeah. But I'm just kind of feeling like it's kind of in the same place as Flash where I feel like it's the same stuff kind of over and over. And yeah, this had Ghost Rider and it had LMD, but you still had that... You know, the framework is, you know, inhumans. And all, you know, it's all about inhumans mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So, 
you know, I, I don't mind having an inhuman twist on some stuff or, you know, having that element in the, in the show, but just something, let's just switch it up. Just, I, I don't know what it is. I just want something yeah. different. And I, like you, I don't know where it, you know, where it's going to go because like this, the next time agents comes on will be, you know, after Christmas, after the first of the year. After they get through their eight episodes of the Inhuman mm-hmm. series, so is is it going to is agents going to kind of tie in to kind of where Inhumans yeah leaves off kind of why you know why is why is he in space kind of what's going on it's like with you it's like same with the whole Inhumans thing it's like I, I don't need to see any more stuff about all you know we need to ban Inhumans or we need to capture Inhumans or or like Daisy. To, it's, like, always, it's like I don't care about yeah. being humans. Let's just can we go after kind of you know bad people kind of thing and just all get along and do this right. Thing? And I, and another thing is is that every season it feels like Daisy is on the run for some reason. Like mm-hmm. she got her powers and then you know ghost you know she was you know doing her own thing. It's like every you know she's finding herself and becoming Daisy. I guess you know between first and second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this and this, and it seems like, you know, then she finds a ghost. It's like all, it's like, and this, at the end of this season, you know, somebody was her, you know, robot shot, you know, the general or whatever. And so it's like, oh, please don't make it to where she's, you know, they're all after Mm -hmm. her again and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. So I just want something different. I don't want a rehash of something that we've already seen because even though this season started out different. It ended up kind of being end up in the same place it always is. Yeah, I guess. I mean, and you got Grant Ward. Oh, look, it's back. You know, oh, Grant's back, and blah blah blah. And so, I just want something different, a new spin. You know, take the story to another place, and you know, not literally, but you know, just mm-hmm. something different. Yeah, and and I would assume that this season is going. I mean, it's going to the next one's going to be shorter. Yeah, because. They're having the eight episodes of the Inhuman, so I would assume that Agents is going to get the rest of the twenty-two. Yeah, or whatever. It seems like instead of doing three parts, the first part is just so, going to be Inhumans alone. Yeah, and then, and then Agents maybe have like have a, fourteen episodes yeah. or or something to do. And it's with Agents, I feel like it's it's really kind of a make or break thing with them next season because after that's going to be what five years, and it's like you really need to. Do something so that you can come back. Yeah. The next year, and then you also have the the whole Inhumans thing. If the Inhumans thing does well, I assume the Inhumans thing might come back that following year for season two. And are you going to have these split seasons with Inhumans and Agents, or yeah. how you know? Who, who knows? And the, one of the other things I wanted to kind of see moving forward is, um, she was on my my least list, which is May. Uh huh. But I like the May that we kind of got the funny, yeah, before, go lucky kind of May before before the Calvary May. Yes, I want that May back, and I want that May back full time. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to see the yeah expressionless, gloomy, gloomy. Yeah, because that's like, they need to build May. her character a little bit better. I mean, she it was just needs so something. she was so much better when she was smiling, cracking jokes, being kind of. And funny. They always talk about it. You yes. know, they always talk about this May. It's like, come on, we're done. Yeah. I'm done. So. Well, cool. So, now. Do our ranks? Have, all we have left is rankings. Ranking of the seven shows. 
the seven shows on network television. Yes. So. Of the past season. Start with number seven. Number seven. Who's your number seven? <laughs> um, Gotham. Uh, ditto. Ditto. Okay, so we're, we're, okay, we're one and one. Okay. Number six, Legends. Ditto. Okay, we're two and two. Number five, Supergirl. Not ditto. Well, what you got? Grim. That low? Uh-huh. It's, okay, the way I look at this list, like, Gotham, clear-cut bottom. Legends is just a step above that. These next three shows for me... They, they all had their problems. And with Grimm, it's like, I thought you had, since you had eight episodes, each episode was going to be bad at 13. Grimm? Mm-hmm. Grimm didn't have 13 episodes. They had more than eight. I thought they only had eight episodes. I'm going to have to. We don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so, thir- well, even if it was thir- 13, it's like you had a shortened season. You knew that this was it. There's no more seasons after this. Let's go all out, have all badass episodes. But with Grimm, it had, you had like two really good episodes at the beginning. And then you had like two really good episodes at the end. And everything in between was just crap. Yeah. I don't. Meh. Okay. I guess I, I wanted more. It's like, this is it. You have 13 episodes. Let's go all out with this big, huge, major story. And then it just kind of was. Eh. Okay. Okay, then. So, number four. Who was your number four? That's where I have Grimm. Okay. That's where I have Supergirl. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Okay, then. Number three. So the top three are going to be the same. I'm sure. I'm sure they're going to be the same. Flash, number three. Yes. I I almost wanted to put Flash down at... I went back and forth with Flash and Grimm. Because I think the... What saved Grimm for me was the overarching story for Grimm. Even if that's what, <laughs> even if they didn't do it in every episode, that was, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, but anyway, so I have Grimm as number four, then Flash is number three. And see, and the reason I put Flash up there is because for me, it's it's Flash. He's my favorite superhero. And so he, he, he got the, the tiebreaker nod. Mm-hmm. For me, between those three shows. Okay. But that's as high as he was going to get because the other shows were so much better. Yeah. Okay. So then, number two, Agents. Yes. That's what I have. Uh Uh-huh. And number one, Arrow. By a mile. Agents, you know, they were, you know, if they're in a race... If Agents didn't have such a horrible middle, horrible, it would have been a, cl- yeah. a it would have been a closer finish. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know they were sprinted at the end, but Arrow was just too far ahead, mm-hmm. and they yeah, couldn't catch like, up. They they both at the beginning of their seasons with Agents coming out with the uh, Ghost Rider and Arrow coming out so strong with Prometheus and actually doing really good fight scenes back yeah. to getting to awesome oh, fight yeah, scenes yeah, definitely. And having Prometheus and then the whole thing with uh, Church was awesome. You had a couple new characters in there with Ragman. Wild Dog was really awesome. Was awesome. So so both of those shows got off to very fast starts in my opinion. 
and then you get to the second chapter of Agents, the LMD, which I understand now looking at it, you needed the LMD to get to the final chapter. But the LMD, it was just so boring to me. And I just didn't care. I I just didn't care for it that by the time they got to the third chapter of Agents, Arrow was so far out ahead going into with with Arrow that Arrow was going to have, you know, Slade Wilson's coming back. There's going to be the huge big fight scene with the the sisters and it was just too much for yeah. agents to do to catch up. Well, cool. So, so we got Gotham Legends, then we disagree on Flat or on uh Supergirl and Grimm. Mm-hmm. And then we got Flash Agents Arrow. So we're almost the same, just the two flip flops on Grimm and Supergirl. Yeah. So, well, cool. I think that's gonna wrap up this season for us. For us, or at least, <laughs> at least until we have you know we have Preacher and we have Game of Thrones this summer. But this kind of wraps up, you know, network the, shows, the, 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 the network networks shows that are you know fall to you know October, I'm, September to May. Yeah. So. You know, they kind of all kind of are lumped in together. And then kind of Preacher and Game of Thrones are a little... I mean, it's kind of like... Yeah, and I don't think we're going to do our ranking. Really we're not going to do our ranking with them just because of those, what those shows are. I mean, they'd probably be are. number one and two. Yeah, or, they probably know. would be number one and two just because of... But they're just different. Yeah, and so it's not fair to lump them into yeah. this kind of thing. So we'll do our... You know, we'll watch those shows, give our reviews, and we'll have big five questions at the at the end of each one of those seasons. Yeah. You know? And they'll and, just kind of be on their own. Yeah. So... Well, cool. I think that's going to wrap it up for uh, this week. I know we went a little bit longer, but hopefully it's worth it with our big wrap-up show. So um, you can uh, catch up or catch up. You can listen to. (laughs) Catch up. I'm hungry, too. Okay. Anyway, let me start over. (laughs) You can find us online, ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter, at ScreenBeansPod. You can find us on Facebook. Friend us, like us, share us, tell your friends. And you can also listen to our podcast on on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and uh, whatever makes you happy. So uh, that's going <laughs> to wrap up our wrap-up show, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.